thank you, General, for joining us. We've just gotten on the air. Let me announce, uh, in fact, let me have General McInerney. General McInerney, uh, we have just been joined by a friend of yours. Would you like to uh, introduce our friend to the broadcast audience tonight? Yes, I would like to, Brandon, to let everybody know that General Mike Flynn is going to join us tonight in the few days that he has been pardoned by the United States, by the President of the United States. It is a great honor for us to have him and for he and I to speak along with Mary and Alan about the treason that has been committed against this administration, this country, and this president. And General Flynn was a key part of that, that this threat that we are facing today did. So it's an absolute great honor to have you with us, Mike. Absolutely. And we must let America know what's happening. Absolutely. With that, General, I am just going to give you the floor. I know you're on a cell phone, but I'm just going to give you the floor and let you speak to the American people. Thank you for joining us tonight. So, first of all, I want to just say thanks, uh, Tom, for, uh, for getting a hold of me and asking me to come on tonight. And, Brandon, appreciate you connecting me in. I, here's, I, I, don't know, I don't know what your audience is or who, who, you know, the, or who we're speaking to tonight, but I would tell you what's happening in this country should should never happen and we are going through there's no doubt in my mind we're going through a a uh a, a crucible of history and if we don't if we don't correct what it is that's happening right now over the next couple of weeks then then i i i really hate to even think about what will happen in our country going forward into the latter part of december and certainly into the into the next month i do not believe i do not believe for a second that the country will accept vice president biden as the next president based on what we know to be probably the greatest fraud that our country has ever experienced in our history i mean what we're seeing what i what i'm in right in the middle of it right now and i will tell you that first of all the president has clear paths to victory they have clear paths to victory, and they actually don't require a lot of a lot of courtroom action. What they require is they they require a lot of honesty out of uh, elected officials, and frankly, a lot of Americans who who are coming forward and telling us their stories. I mean, the hundreds and hundreds of Americans around the country in different states, not just the swing states, but but, but many many other states that are coming forward with their stories and putting them down on affidavits as witnesses. We had we had probably 10 or 12 uh, affidavits come in from, a, from one particular state today. And because there's been a number of threats to people, these, in, these particular uh, patriots, they sent their photos in with their affidavits and said, put mine up on the, at the top of the list because I want people to know that I'm not gonna be afraid of these people that are that are threatening our country and our way of life, and so I I say all that, and uh, you know, on one hand, on the other hand, uh, as I just uh, described, we have clear clear paths to victory for this president, and frankly, he's going to win Pennsylvania, he's going to win Arizona, he's going to win uh, Georgia, he's going to win Nevada, he's going to win uh, Michigan. And the other, the other one that he's probably going to pull in is Wisconsin too, because there, there's a uh, there's a discrepancy in Wisconsin of 130 
thousand fraudulent ballots that they just found, they just discovered. So there's a lot of things happening, and uh, and it's all to me, it's all positive. I was asked today on a scale of one to ten, who will be the next president, and I said ten, it'll be Donald Trump. It'll be President Trump. There's no doubt in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind that he won this election, hands down, in a landslide. Probably somewhere between 350 and 400 uh, uh, electoral college votes. What we have seen is over, and I, I know this, I mean, over the last probably two decades and probably longer, I could, you know, give you a little bit of a history lesson in that, but I won't. But over the last couple of decades, what we have seen is a complete uh, shift in how fast I, I believe that communist China uh, in their long-term plan decided that to, to sort of move up their plans to become the, the, the global superpower, sole global global superpower on the planet. And, uh, you know, their, their sort of plan was by about the middle of this, of this century that we're in right now. And I believe when during the last 2016 election, when they didn't get the candidate that they needed and the, and the kind of ideology that they, they saw America moving towards, they uh, were not going to allow 2020 to happen. And so now what we have is, is this uh, theft with mail-in ballots, the theft with this, uh, with this, uh, this software, Smartmatic software and Dominion, these Dominion systems. I mean, these are systems that are not owned by the by this country they're not owned by this country they're owned by other they, they were introduced into this country i mean how can we have how can we say as the united states of america how can we say that we accept a system that is not made in this country and not even and and the and in many of cases the ballots aren't even tallied in this country how can we say that here in this country that we we accept that? The one thing, and, and for you all and, and uh, for all your listeners, the one most precious thing that makes me the same as the wealthiest guy or gal on the planet or the or the poorest person on the you know on the in America, what makes us equal? What makes us equal is when we go in to a voting booth and we close that curtain or we go in there and we and we lean over to vote, my vote matters the same as the, as the guy who's the richest guy you know, in America. It, it, it matters the exact same. That's where we are equal. And that's why this has to be fair and free. And it, and it was not. And, it, and we probably, in fact, we know we have evidence of previous elections where this happened as well, but we're now focused on this one. And, I, and I'm going to tell you, we're we're not in this to lose. We are not in this to lose these battles. We're in this to win these battles. And, and, uh, and I believe we're going to. I believe we're going to win. And, uh, and I'm, I'm confident we are because we have the right people. We have the right uh, plan and strategy. And, you know, it's a little bit of direct and a little bit of indirect uh, that, uh, that we're taking. And, um, and people are talking all the time to each other. So... I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm anxious, and you probably hear it in my voice that I'm a little anxious because I just cannot believe the media and the censorship that is going on. Uh, I, I mean, just look at what they do to the president. 
of the United States of America. Look at what Twitter is doing to the president of the United States of America. I mean, this is this is it's it's infuriating to me. Uh, it's abom it's an abomination of the First Amendment, our freedom of speech, and frankly, for the president of the United States of America, the only means that he really has to be able to communicate is it is when he walks outside or he goes in front of a, a group of people and he, or he walks outside and talks to the press or he uses social media to communicate because the media is not going to allow him to get his message out there i mean the the major press uh not press conference but the hearing that they had in pennsylvania the other day and if and if anybody had a chance to watch it i mean it was an extraordinary hearing with uh with you know, politicians from Pennsylvania uh, senators on a panel and the the, uh, the one senator that ran the panel for the state of Pennsylvania that listened to the hearing, listened to a bunch of witnesses, listened to Rudy, listened to uh, to Jen Ellis and, and others on their team. The, the, uh, the individual that ran it was a retired military colonel and he's now a state senator in Pennsylvania and he gave, at the very end of it, he gave a really good short summary speech and it was heartwarming because it was sort of a mom and apple pie that, hey, we can't allow this to happen in our country. We cannot, you know, um, portray ourselves to the world as a third world nation. And it was a really, really good, uh, you know, closing speech. And what did Twitter do? Twitter took him offline immediately. They, they completely removed his, uh, his Twitter account so, so people couldn't follow this guy. I mean, it's just outrageous. It's outrageous. That's a social media company that is uh, part of the public square. Uh, they, they are taking advantage of, of, uh, of what they have been given, which is a real privilege, and they're abusing it. And so anyway, I, I mean, I could go on and on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop and just see if you have any questions on anything or, or you want to jump in on anything that I said. But I, I'm upset. I am determined. Uh, I, I am uh, I'm going to be resilient, and, uh, and I believe that I reflect millions and millions and millions of people across this country who feel the exact same way that I do. Absolutely. Folks, we're being joined, uh, any of you new, joining us by General Michael Flynn. And um, General, you mentioned in your statement you put out the other day uh, thanking the President of the United States, uh, you mentioned and you used the word coup. You mentioned we never again should allow uh, this to happen to the American people. You used the word uh, uprooted, undercut, usurped, or held hostage by a coup against our nation. Would you care to expand upon the word coup? Because I know General McInerney has used the word over and over, coup d'etat. I, I know you're a, not a man given to hyperbole, so I know that word did not make that into your statement you released for no reason. Would you care to expand upon the use of that word? Sure. I mean, I, I think what we experienced over the last four years, and certainly uh, in the in the uh, late 2016, very late 2016 and early 2017 period, was a very strong uh, effort to unseat a duly elected president and and really try to remove uh, Donald Trump by just political pressure, by technology pressure, by financial pressure, early on in his uh, in his tenure. Maybe maybe to get him to just say, you know what, 
I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I don't need this. I'm not going to put up with it and, and, and walk away. I think that there was some sentiment. In fact, I know there was some sentiment to, to maybe he'll just, you know, he's a, he's a guy from New York. He's never, not a politician. He'll just say, you know what? I, I don't need this stuff. I got better things to do and leave. And uh, thank God that he didn't. And that then lasted when he didn't. That then continued. That effort continued, continued to go after him in any way possible to remove him through some means, whether it was the, the fake uh, Russia gate, you know, spy gate or whether it was the fake impeachment or some of the other, the, you know, the, the kind of stuff that we're seeing with this with this covid uh, situation that we that we're having to deal with now. So that's that's the first phase, if you will. That was and that was still uh, that's something that's been going on for years. Now we're moving into something different. So and and not different in terms of it. This is still this is still a coup in progress. But now it's a little bit different, and it's a, it's it's actually it's sort of the up their game. When they lost in 2016, I think that there was a decision, and I and I you know I believe this, and and but there was some type of decision to say we're not going to allow this to happen again. I mean, all you got to do is go back and uh, and listen to some of the comments this past summer from some of the some of the senior people that that were you know that are part of this this democratic party right i mean hillary clinton won being i think it was back in july or certainly mid summertime frame where she said you know uh, it, you know no matter what joe biden should not concede well, what, what are we talking about there i mean why would she say that in in the middle of the summer three maybe four months before an election so one of the things that i that i do know from my experience you know, uh, in the military and, and on, in different places around the world is when, is when you're, when your enemy tells you that they're going to do something, you better pay attention to what they said. And you better, you better have some plans and you better have some ideas about how to deal with that. If in fact that does come to fruition. Well, in this case, we have opposing camps in the, you know, in our opposing camps of our political parties, and we know that the that the political party on the left is really way way over on the left. Now I don't I don't I have a hard time calling it or calling someone a Democrat or the Democratic Party. That's a name only, folks, because it's really the Democratic Socialist Party of America that has you know usurped and taken over that element, and they are a very loud voice. And so they're they're Katie sort of Katie bar the door. Uh, assault on us, on our country and our way of life, and they're doing anything they can right now to try to to try to pretend like okay, nothing to see here, and uh, Joe, you know, Joe's going to be our next president here. And I'm just telling you, it's the the, the level of of, uh, of fraudulent activity definitely um, what I would describe as what we have seen and what has been reported to us. As, as certainly criminal behavior, but that you know that remains to be seen as because that's something that would have to be uh, further investigated. But from a from the from the civil side of what I I know people are involved in, there's definitely thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of ballots. So so what what happened in a very strategic way is that the the electronic vote did not achieve the result that they needed 
on the 3rd of November, on Tuesday, the 3rd of November, the electronic vote did not achieve the result that they needed to be able to get get them over the top and get the votes that they needed because essentially the the system was not the, the the systems were not set up in a way to get the vote count to where it needed to be and all, at the same time kind of hiding how they were doing it mixing numbers and such and doing it in different ways in different uh, states so when that happened they then they realized okay we have to stop we have to shut down unheard of unprecedented and then Vice President Biden goes to bed and they shut down, you know, five states that night. Shut down, stopped. How, how does that, how do we ever allow that to happen? And then, of course, over the next couple of days, really from the 4th of November through the 7th of November, we start to see the mail-in ballot, uh, you know, the, the whole instance of mail-in ballot fraud. And, and I mean, it is, there's a, a whole bunch of evidence and a whole bunch of people that have come forward. I mean, there's probably there's overall there's probably a couple of hundred. And I'm I'm lowballing affidavits. People who have stood up and said, "I'm sick of it." And these are Democrats and Republicans. We just got another another piece tonight in another part of the country from a Democrat, a woman who's just absolutely sick and tired of what she saw and. She just wasn't sure what to do. And she finally said, I'm, I got to go forward and I got to report this. I can't live with myself. That is what's happening with people who are feeling in their heart that that sense of patriotism to still say, look, I don't want my country to turn into something else because that's what these people want. They do not want our country to be the republic that it is. They want it to be something else and change it. As we heard one president say, you know, we want to fundamentally change America. And and that's not what people want. People want to live the life that they have with the, with the, the liberties and freedoms that we have uh, under this constitutional, this great constitutional republic that we have. So uh, that, that's that's sort of where we are. And that's and that's what I mean by by that. This is an ongoing effort. It's not to go go take the Capitol, go take the radio station like we've done you know, in the past, you know, in, in our own history, years ago in Central America or the Caribbean or over in, in in some of these other countries where we've we've participated or we've supported some of this stuff, or we certainly have watched it in other third world nations. Now it's happening in our country and we cannot stand for it. It's, it's a new way of warfare. Is it not, General? Is that what you're saying? This is kind of the new way of warfare and it is cyber warfare. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's cyber. It's a combination of things. It's certainly information. It's yes. information. I mean, it's how you leverage information, how you leverage, uh, you know, the whole thing about psychological operations is you have to make sure that you pick the target and you and then uh, repetition with the message over and over and over and over uh, has to occur. And it's the only way you can do that in a country our size with all of the ways that we communicate is you've got to you you've got to basically get the get the media on your side and look at how many that that's that's taken some number of years but but I I can't stand here and tell you that that's not the case because it is everybody knows it. everybody knows the the quote unquote mainstream media which which is a, a pretty robust uh, group of of uh, organizations and that includes 
the 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 tech companies, right? The when I say tech companies, the social media tech companies, everything from Facebook to Instagram, of course, Twitter. I mentioned all of these things are are uh, are just it's you know they they are trying to control a narrative and tell the American people what they should know instead of allowing the American people information and letting letting each of us decide what's important or not. So it's, and, it's brainwashing. And, it's, it's information warfare. It's brainwashing. It's psychological operation. It's those things that you studied and others study when they go through SEER school, correct? Well, it's, a, it's more than that. It's more than that. But yeah, it's, it's the kind of, it's the type of warfare. And, and, and in fact, you know, if you study Chinese doctrine, Chinese doctrine has six phases. The first five phases all have to do with information. This, the, the, the last part of it would be if, if those failed or if you needed an additional, you know, oomph, so to speak, you go to the gates, I say. You know, you, that's when you may see something Connecticut, kinetic. But we are, we are um, we're in this sort of period of, of information warfare that's it's unprecedented. I mean, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand on my box here and say the president of the United States of America is being censored by U.S. companies. I mean, think about that. Think about that. I, I, I don't, I, I, I'm at a loss sometimes when I, when I talk about it and I talk about it, you know, a couple of times a day to, to, to different people and different groups. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm trying to say, okay, you know, at a certain point in time, we have to, you know, that, that has to stop being allowed when, when, when a, when a company says what you just said, Mr. President, you know, is is not totally the truth or there's fraud involved here or, or or fraud hasn't been proven. I mean, how dare they say how dare they do that to the president of the United States? Because he's not going to get a he's not going to get a, a fair shot, you know, going out into the mainstream media crowd. He, I mean, look at look, look at the, uh, the interview that he did. Uh, I guess it was yesterday where he had a, a I mean, somebody's talking to the president of the United States in the in his office there and he had to he had to counsel the person don't talk to the don't talk to me like that don't talk to the president of the united states like that i mean it's like a bunch of a bunch of school punks in a, in a in a schoolyard you can't have that we can't have that in this country i mean debate and and uh and and sharp questions but not not uh, uh totally totally disrespect to not just the president you may not you may not like him and that and and that's fine but he represents the presidency of the United States of America. He represents our flag, our constitution, our country. And so actually, everything that we are experiencing right now actually is more than just an assault on President Trump. This is an assault on the American Republic, on, the con on, this, on this great country that we have. And people, people around the country, I, I know they're, they're, they're fed up with it. And they're not going to put up with it. And uh, and what they're what they're waiting to see is they're waiting to see the outcome of their own uh, elected officials in the states uh, do their job. And and just because CNN or Fox News or or a governor or a secretary of state certify an election, if the state legislature has not certified the election, then it's not certified in a particular state. And if there's a challenge, and there's a legitimate legal challenge then they can't sit, sit there and certify it 
while there's a legal challenge ongoing. It's just it's just not the not the way it works. So the media is not going to cover any of that for you. The, the big media, they're just not going to cover it. And it's, and it's sad because they're trying to shove it down our throat. And uh, the American public, they see right through it. Well, and we're thankful you came to us, one of the alternative media sites. And these are all growing rapidly. And when they all are added yeah. together, you're reaching millions upon millions of people through the, the new media. I, wanna ke- I don't want to keep you, General, longer yeah. than you want to stay. You've been very generous. The, I would like to ask you just a couple more questions. We have people that you know I know are getting frustrated. They're, they're pacing the floor. I mean, they're really really is up, upsetting to them to see what the media is saying and how it's discouraging people. But you're telling them to hang in there, that this is going to all work out. I don't know if you can speak to it or not. If you cannot, just say so. But I know that Sidney Powell has been speaking about a lot of information that will be coming out. Uh, she wants to get it into court, not into the, to the media to try it, but into the court. But can you or can you not speak to any of the hard evidence related to the server in Germany? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to speak to that right now. Okay. I, you know, that's there's she's 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 uh, uh, you know mentioned it and and, uh, and she's actually has some really good filings. They just filed another amendment, I believe, in Georgia. So they filed in Georgia. They filed in Michigan today, just today, and uh, probably within the last hour or two, they just filed another another uh, amendment to uh, to those in Georgia and back back again in Michigan. And I think uh, the next couple of priorities, you know, are, are looking at some of these other states where there's some big challenges. But uh, so, you know, you really do have to go and dig into, uh, and, and this is the challenge. You've got to go and dig into the into the filings instead of reading a soundbite here or there because it it it's 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 our life. This is our country. This is the time in our in our history where if we don't get this right. This country is done. It will be over as we know it. And I am and as I stand here talking to you, I I don't do I'm not standing here for me. I'm standing here for my children, my grandchildren. And frankly, you know, the 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 beacon of hope that we are as a as a uh, country. And I I would say I would say I'll I'll just wrap it up because I I do. uh, I got I'm going to have to jump here. There are there are paths to victory. I mean, you know, it's it's clear. And, and so key key states are Georgia, Michigan, Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, Arizona, Nevada. I mean, there's ways that that the president can get to, and his team can get him to the to the the, the margin that he needs to win without actually without Pennsylvania. But he's going to win Pennsylvania too. So. I'll leave. I'll leave you, and I'll leave the audience with this because I I, I don't want my tone to be, um, you know, so so strong. Where I, you know, you, you sense a frustration. I'm really not frustrated. I'm determined, and I'm re- and I am going to remain resilient to this assault that we have ongoing by by elements in our country that are trying to tell us, "Don't look here." You know, everything will be just fine. It, it won't be. We cannot have this. We cannot allow this. We are uh, we are going to um, we're going to get this straight. We're going to straighten it out. It's going to be done properly. It's going to be done legally. It's going to be done correctly. And it's going to be done uh, with with uh, with American patriots who love this country and who are fighting like warriors uh, in a, on a sort of on a legal battleground for sure. 
with people like Cindy Powell, uh, like like uh, Rudy Giuliani and his team, like people like Lynn Wood, who's fighting tooth and nail. And you know, I, most people don't even know he 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 uh, his case that he's got going on in Georgia uh, just got picked up by the Eleventh uh, Circuit uh, down in Georgia, and and uh, that's a good sign because that means that that the one judge down there that thought he was going to dismiss his case. The uh, the Eleventh Circuit pulled it out of him and brought it, and brought it up to their level to an appeals level because they saw that there was enough evidence. So I believe we're going to see some momentum changing here. There already is an undercurrent of momentum shifting for the president, and I believe that at the end of the day we're going to find out that he won by a massive landslide and he'll be inaugurated uh, come this January. General, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your service to our country. And uh, you, you've honored us with your words tonight and your time, and we appreciate uh, you taking the time to join us and speak to the American people. And not only are we live, but of course we will then put this out as a, a broadcast that will go far and wide. So you'll be encouraging an awful lot of people by taking the time tonight. So General, thank you for doing that. Great, great friend. And uh, Tom, thank you for, uh, for getting me uh, the invite. God bless America. Thank you. Thank you, General.